0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing series that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 229. Let's go ahead and jump in. Part one. So this is a pretty big uh, month uh, in terms of anniversaries, and um, we're hitting the one-year mark on which uh, my dad and I launched his uh, e-commerce business on Poshmark. And uh, for those of you who've been following the podcast, you know I launched this series, or the season this year, uh, with a mini-series on Poshmark. So for those of you who are interested in Poshmark uh, you can check out episodes 202 to 220. Uh, so just thinking back on this, because uh, now we've been on the platform for a year, and just looking back on on where we started, I mean, this actually started in around 2016, where we got into this conversation about, you know, how do we handle my dad's business, a traditional brick-and-mortar retail business, and how do we uh, either compete or how do we leverage the uh the rise of e-commerce and everyone shopping online and i talked a lot about this in the mini series so do check it out just trying out the different platforms the pluses and minuses and then stumbling onto this thing called poshmark and uh started out very slowly. I mean, it took us a little while before we started generating sales, so it was not an overnight success. It was just something that took a lot of time, and we're still learning, and that's something that I want to share. Even though I'm not talking about Poshmark every week, it didn't end with episode 220, where I'm still working on the business every day, and it's something that I'm continuing to learn from. And so that's one of the big takeaways is the learning curve. The learning never stops with something like this, and we are learning every single week, and uh, and it's great. And we started out just trying to get our feet wet, and then we got to the point where we were generating sales, and now we're looking at uh, you know, expanding. And one of the cool things that we're looking at is actually Uh, Poshmark has a wholesale program and uh, we're looking into maybe becoming wholesalers because that's a, that's an option that's available for those who are really interested in scaling up. So it's a continual learning process and a couple of the other takeaways is just building relationships with customers. We've had some customers now who are repeat customers and that's really cool to see, just cultivating that relationship, providing that great service and also learning from the mistakes and we've had a couple and I've talked about those on the podcast. So uh, this is an ongoing process. I recommend if you wanna learn more about Oshmark, check out those early episodes, or if you want, go to bemovingforward.com. and I actually have a roadmap uh, laying out all the different episodes and what they cover. All right, part two, let's go ahead and transition into our current mini-series on writing your first book, and you should be continuing to record. We're wrapping up those recordings. It really depends on your book and how much time you have, so don't rush it. But what I'm going to do is proceed on and talk about the next stage, which is actually going to your written draft. Now, there are many ways you can approach this. Uh, As I talked about. My co-writer and I, we spent about three to four months on the recording process. So if you're still there, don't worry. I mean, that's something you want to take your time on. Get your ideas out. When I had Alyssa Carpenter on a couple of weeks ago, she used a hybrid where she was writing her manuscript, just using a, a traditional word processor, and then also using the recording method to supplement her writing during those times where she didn't have Uh, Time to sit down at a computer, or uh, maybe she was driving, and you know, obviously, that's going to be a more optimal method to use a recording method. So, uh, there are two ways you can approach this. Now, I'm going to start off if you're a solo writer. So, if you're writing this book yourself, uh, one method for finding out the little pockets of time. And that's Alyssa's phrase. I, I love it. I'm going to borrow that, finding those little pockets of time to get it done. Uh, I'm going to call back to an episode, episode 120, with a, uh, a writing coach, Monica Miller. And uh, I'll have it linked in this episode. But she shared on that episode a great method. It's called the 31590 method. Essentially, it's a schedule of writing three days a week for 15 minutes at a minimum over a 90-day period, and what's great about that is that it takes into account an already busy schedule. So when you think about writing, when you think about the stereotype of uh, what it is to be a writer, a lot of us will picture you know, someone locked in a room for weeks or, or months and just, you know, writing eight hours a day. But most of us don't have that luxury, nor do most of us have the endurance to do that. And we're already very busy. And many of you are writing a book in addition to your already busy life, your busy career. So the three fifteen ninety method is great because it takes that into account. And three days a week, not every single day, you're not necessarily gonna have time every day. And as Alyssa shared, there are times where she didn't have time to write. Uh, 15 minutes is a good benchmark because there'll be days where you're going to find, Hey, I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of ideas and the words are just flying out. And then there'll be days where you're just going to be like trudging through molasses, trying to type out the next word. So 15 minutes is a good benchmark. Even 10, I think is good as well. And then if you do it consistently, that's what the 90 is about. And 90 is not an exact number, but around 90 days is when you would have, uh, Uh, theoretically, a first draft of a book. Uh, It may take longer. It may take shorter. It really depends on your book. But the idea is small pockets of time consistently over a large period of time. So I will share what I did since I was co-writing the book. We did it on two different coasts, on two different time zones, on two very different schedules. So what we did was we used a piece of software, and I'm gonna cover writing tools in another episode, but we used a piece of software that allowed us to collaborate. The only catch was we couldn't be on it at the same time. So we actually set up a writing schedule where my co-writer would write Monday through Wednesdays because that was when he had time to write. And I would take uh, Friday through Sunday. And then we would alternate Thursdays. Now, we didn't always stick to this schedule, there were days where we would text each other and say, hey, you're writing. You know, If you're not, I can hop on. I've got some time. And we would just find those little pockets of time. Sometimes it'd be during a lunch break. Sometimes it'd be five minutes here, 10 minutes there. Uh, If I had the time and I felt the energy, it might be longer. It might be a half hour or an hour. But more often than not, it was the smaller periods of time that we found to write. And we did this over a long period of time. Now, keep in mind, four months of the recording and then organizing, and we didn't actually get to the writing process until about four months in, the actual physical writing. So start with the schedule. And your homework for this week is to continue recording if that's what you're working on, focus on that. But think ahead towards your writing schedule. Once you have your recordings done, take a look at your calendar and start doing a time audit where you see where you have those little pockets where you can schedule in your writing and put it on your calendar. If you put it on your calendar, it'll make it that much easier to stick with. All right, the write-up for this episode, bemovingforward.com. And let's go into part three, book that I recently finished, The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. I give it four stars. And it follows a track were a, a kind of a theme with some of the books that I've read over the last couple of months, including uh, Daniel Pink, The Science of Timing, and um, Outliers by uh, Malcolm Gladwell, both of which I also recommend. So it's this idea of looking at high achievers and greatness. And the thesis is, and similarly to those other books I mentioned, why it's not something that you're born with. This whole idea, it's trying to demystify this whole idea of being born, quote unquote, a genius. But why being a high achiever, achieving really just superior level uh, at a particular skill is about uh, just practice. And uh, Coyle kind of breaks it down into the three parts, this idea of something he calls deep practice, ignition, which is sort of, if you will, the spark that inspires so- someone to really go that extra mile and to commit to a long-term level of practice. And then the What's interesting, Coyle also looks at the role of coaching, what great coaches do to cultivate high achievers. What I liked about this book is that Coyle doesn't just look at the case studies in terms of these, these three things. Theoretical aspects, but he also looks at the neuroscience, and he, he makes a compelling argument that there's this um, substance called, called myelin uh, that is related to how well and how fast we learn and how how well we develop a skill. And he's got a really interesting case study uh, and and digs into the science. So I recommend it. It's a very very interesting book. Uh, I'll be back with a new book next week. If you want to follow us on social, it's at be moving forward. Have a great week, and remember always be moving forward.